Episode 25. Uh, I have reached another uh, milestone in uh, my podcast of Destiny Journey or Destiny. Um, and uh, 25 episodes. It's hard to do 25 episodes of, uh, you know, a podcast like mine, I think. You know, I've, I've done one on the edge of the Grand Canyon, I've done one at, uh, at other places that are pretty hard to get. But, uh, you know, here for the 25th episode, I got another place that's pretty hard to get. The Power 98.3 radio station studios. And uh, with the help of my good friend, Anthony A. What up, dude? What up, Dustin? What's up? And not just because you're, you know, just my friend in stand-up and stuff like that. I honestly am interested in having a good conversation with you. We always do. I put you on my shows. We have a good conversation at those, right? As long as I know, we do always have great conversations. And thank you for everything you do for the comedy community out here in uh, the Phoenix and just in the Southwest Region as a whole, dog. Yes, like, ca- I'm just <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just kidding. no, bro. Like for, for real, man. I'm, when I, I first got out here, like being able to get on some of your shows, and when you used to do that open mic in the backyard, man, that was one of the oh, funnest Mor- mics to this day. One of the funnest mics I've ever been to at the Moreland House. Yeah, you used to do an open mic. It is behind somebody's house, behind a house. Yeah, yeah. And bro, from like a comedy perspective, though, it was just a hidden gem. You could go there, and no matter what. Whoever a hidden, like was, dirty, dirty gem. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> it was a little dirty gem near yeah. uh, downtown Phoenix. It wasn't uncut. It was, <laughs> <laughs> but it was great, man. So thank you. So and it's yeah. a it's an honor to be here and uh, to have you uh, in our studios and of course celebrating the twenty fifth episode of uh, podcast of Destiny, dude. Yeah, and uh, I am thanking you, you know, for letting us do this uh, here oh, because nice, uh, there's one thing we should kick your podcast off with is a good old just. That's in the D session. Yeah, of each yeah, other, yeah. Right? Yeah, just how about we just do a uh, thirty-five or forty-five minutes of just uh, <laughs> us complimenting each other, just telling us how well we're doing. The world needs more of that. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> After this, let's go hang out another place. Yeah. Keep, maybe we can go up to people and ask us to ask them to tell us how good we're doing. There we go. There we go. There we go. Yeah. But I, you know, um, oh, man, I grew up. I, I think you know we need to go right back into talking about you know Power ninety eight point three um, because uh, it's a huge deal. I, I grew up listening to uh, you know this radio station. You know uh, stuff like Nelly. You know, oh, yeah. uh, you know, Little John and the East Side Boys. To the window, to the wall. Yes, to yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything from from one window to oh, no. <laughs> You're right. Uh, uh, You're trying to improv. improv is like, ah, ski, yeah. ski, 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 yeah, ski, ski. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Scene. All right. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, yeah, like a lot of stuff. You know, uh, but you know, I um, yeah. I got a question. Yeah, yeah. When you <laughs> say when you say you were you know raised listening to that music like Nelly and that stuff. Was it you playing it, or was it like other people playing it for you? Well, yeah. I mean, I in junior high, uh, I was really into. Me and my friends were all into learning how to do, you know, like the Harlem Shake. Oh my god! And like stuff Yo, like that. Yes. And my we would. We, I wouldn't really. I never wore Sean John or anything, but I know my friend Ryan Watts did. A white, a little, Ryan a little, a little white kid. Yeah. Rest <laughs> in peace, by the way. Rest in peace, Ryan I'm not Watts. He, but uh, he's a re- he's a really amazing friend. But he, we all we all used to like. 
you know, be into all that stuff, you know, yeah, like, dog. uh, you know, I was, I used to watch MTV and which we'll talk about something that you okay. were involved okay. with, right. with MTV later. But yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, loved all that stuff. That's knowledge to me though, too, because like, I know you for more of like talking about going to uh warp tour and stuff like that too. So to know that you like, are like, you know, you grew up on the same hip hop that I did too. Yeah. Uh, that's cool as hell, bro. I think that like even artists or groups like Lil John and the Eastside Boys, like at a younger age, introduced me kind of into like the more he- aggressive style or maybe even like, even maybe even like a punk Ooh, vibe I like, like that I going, didn't even really bro, know about. Bro, we're going to age ourselves a little bit here, but you remember them old uh, like hip hop goes punk or like little. Yeah, little like the compilations. Yeah, yeah, bro. I bought one of those. Dog yeah. Hot topic. <laughs> Who did those? Like uh, it was like, I don't uh, even know, dude. was it? Yeah, I think it was. There was at, at one point th- they just turned it into like a company called like Pop Goes Punk or something like there's that. There's a right? uh, there's a uh, a group a band they cover Lil Wayne's Lollipop remix. Yeah, uh, like Framing Hanley or something like that, dog. I yeah. know exactly what compilation you're talking about. Yeah, they got about. me into like a little like screamo phase of some stuff too yeah. before, but yeah, man. I forgot who else did it. I think they did uh, that song. Uh, I want to be a baller or by. Uh, uh, too short, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it was like an electro pop, yeah. wh- like whiny voice version. But I want to be a baller. Shot caller. Had a girlfriend, I would call her. But no, but yeah, yeah. What were you? No, I was gonna say your 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 dressing style, bro. Like you pretty, you're low key fresh dude. Thanks, man. I, I, I know you like to like walk around and be like, I'm a modest guy. No. <laughs> but like this is some nice planned drip no, here. Like the you know, the You got the hat. drip too. You always are known for having the drip as well. Mm. Uh, uh once again we're going who back. Did you talk to you? What did you say? <laughs> STD? What was it? I don't even know her. <laughs> tell her like tell I don't care what she told you guys. It's not true though. It's not true. Yeah, that's what they say. They they say uh Anthony's full of drips. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's <laughs> that's the drip they're talking mm. about. Mm-hmm. Uh but you know, for the record, it's cleared up. <laughs> so I don't even know. Let yeah, it, let's let it that, go. Yeah, yeah. Let it go, Cassandra. Yeah, don't Just stop already. And if you're listening to my podcast, yeah. I don't, actually no, you're probably not listening to my podcast. You're probably listening to Power ninety eight point three. No, she's probably listening to your podcast in the waiting room of the clinic. <laughs> all right, look, it's cured. Yeah, yeah. Damn, that's, I didn't think we we're gonna. It's one of the best place up. to listen to my podcast yeah. <laughs> uh, at the clinic. <laughs> but. Uh, um, uh, <laughs> No, but uh, I, I uh, am stoked to be here. Uh, you're a part of uh, a very popular show on the station, uh, the Dana Cortez Show. Hey! And yes. um, you're one-third of that, right? One-third of the Dana Cortez Show, the nationally syndicated Dana Cortez Show. So shout-out, of course, uh, to Cap DC and, and uh, you know executive producer and the man with the vision, the man who organized it all, DJ Automatic, who is also the Phoenix Suns DJ, too. So, yeah, Dana Cortez Show. Uh, DanaCortezShow.com, Dana Cortez Show podcast, where you can listen to all the stuff about us. And yeah, man, that's 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 the morning. And it show. started cool. off just as Dana Cortez's kind of thing by herself, right? And yeah, it dude. Evolved. Man, this is yeah, it's, it's evolved to say the least. It's it's originally they brought me on uh about twenty is like twenty fifteen, twenty sixteen, the end of twenty fifteen, beginning of twenty sixteen. Then we moved to San Antonio and then that's it before I was on her show, it was called the house party. Mm-hmm. And then uh Needless to say, long long story short, I joined the show. They changed the name to Dana Cortez Show, and uh, we've been in syndication now since 2018. Yeah, so it's pretty cool. So shout out to Dana and Otto and everything they're doing for that too, because we're really like 
syndicated like on our own. So that's like you know we're on in like seventeen different cities. Yeah, and really a lot of it just comes from we have a, a network and everything that that we work with, but. A lot of everything that you know goes into it comes from them too, and their thoughts and everything that they put into it. So, is it uh, is it mostly like you guys sitting and around and having a conversation together, or is it sitting around, you know, but just sitting yeah, no, together and, yeah. and having a conversation, or is is it a mixture of all that and also doing like a top ten and things like that and requests or so anything like that? Yeah, or? we do. Like you know, yeah, yeah. we we are live. Right when we're live, we're doing everything like that. From like you know, your everything you you everything that people envision from a classic radio station, like your ticket giveaways and countdowns and all that stuff too. But on the show, you know, it's a married couple and their best friend is how we kind of like to position it. So yeah, yeah, yeah we yeah. talk about real life topics on you know everything that happens, bro. From you know, of course, everything that happened with you know all the injustice movements of recent. To you know, we one of our proudest things that we've ever done is we registered a hundred thousand Latinos in Arizona to register to vote, and we've also yeah. been a part of voter campaigns, you know, in Texas and throughout the whole country. So that's something really cool that we through doing like on location events, and on location like that, events, and different using our voices, using our different platforms, different, and you know, getting sorry. people, oh, you're good, Shit. getting people to sign up to vote. So uh, that, and then of course, you know, we do a lot of relationship topics, which were like. We all kind of excel a lot, you know. Dana had been a team mom. I was raised by uh, almost a team mom, but an um, you know, a mom who openly tells me that she didn't plan to have me here, you know, so we could relate. On, on <laughs> yeah. So now I'm, I'm now I'm projecting. Yeah, to you. So what a dark sorry, topic. Guys, you're sorry, need, you you're opened gonna, up a lot. You're gonna need to relate. Yeah, have dude, somebody I, yeah, to relate dude, to uh, about you know, uh, but yeah. So it's good that you have somebody else to, talk, to like openly talk about something. One like of that. the uh, coolest compliments I think we get as a show is when people come up and say it feels like I'm listening. In on a conversation with my best friends, and then we get people who just want to call in and just talk to us about whatever they may be going through. So on I, a bi- on a big scale too, which is probably an amazing it's feeling. Fun. Right? It's it's cool. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know, the way people consume audio, especially when it comes to radio, uh, it's a lot of times you're communicating with people who. This is the only form of entertainment that streaming services you got to pay a lot of times, right? Mm-hmm. Radio is free. Yeah. So yeah. a lot of times, you know, people uh, listen to it. They're in certain situations where they may be going through something. So the opportunity to provide entertainment for them is one thing. And what I guess what I'm trying to say within that is that, like, being able to pay for music and all these streaming services is a very big privilege. Yeah. That when the pandemic happened, we witnessed that people cut off their music streaming services right away. Yeah. So uh, they came back to radio for free because we were there to, like we were just there for them and that's what i love being there for that's a g- interesting point that they to save money yeah they just uh would cut that off and go right back but uh it's like almost a it's a it's a good thing to go back to their good old days and yeah i mean switch through the stations bro, and there's stuff a lot like of that. stuff that we could do on a radio station and we're really about community bro even though we're a syndicated show we're still like constantly helping people in the communities that we feel we represent and beyond too. Yeah. So yeah, no, that's the big the sense of community is something that's really fun within radio and that I could champion myself on and And I'm sure that I'm sure Power ninety eight uh three like does like uh streaming stuff too, right? Like Yeah, yeah, we're everywhere. All, like, we're everywhere. There's you know, radio homies and all my people in the radio. It's industry. evolved into one big Yes, thing. it's all audio content, right? Yeah. But you know, we also exist uh throughout your day and on your daily commute too as well. Yeah. 
Um, so is the Dana Cortez show the uh, where you guys interviewed Wiz Khalifa recently? Oh yeah, shout out shout out Wiz man, Taylor Gang, TGO. Yeah, that was insane, dude. What a what a crazy interview. Like, uh, can you tell us a little bit more about that? I wanted to point out first uh, how it's so amazing on your Instagram. Like, you'll just have like these guests that you have on your whether your shows that you produce. Or, or the shows that you're on, yeah, got you. Or whether it's at the radio station or at Stand Up Live, you're you you get these uh, comedians or musicians to grab your phone and you know run off with it and make it seem like they're stealing your phone and yeah. they're like you know I got I've got Anthony's phone <laughs> and uh, the Wiz one was hilarious because it's just like what did he see? He's like saying like, he's like yo it smells like weed. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Wiz Khalifa and if you want to go see those videos, they're on my Instagram at Anthony A Comedy on Instagram. Yeah, uh, but. Yeah, no, so that's that. But Wiz, Wiz is dope. We've been fortunate enough to uh, interview him throughout his career yeah. uh, on, you know, different occasions. Enough to know that, like, he's just a person, right? So I remember, not to air out his stuff, but when he was going through his divorce. Yeah, yeah. Right? Uh, he was not the most pleasant person to interview, but he did the interview. Yeah. Wiz Khalifa always does interviews, which I think is a, con- is you know, that's the reason why he's still along and had a, career stretched over a decade yeah he seemed like he's always been very done he's, he's always been one of those guys who does and understands what we do right from understanding the perspective of like building that relationship with people who are going to spread his message to others and whatnot so we've been here through his whole career for the most part and actually that that interview that you're talking about the most recent one that was the first time that me and dj automatic have been able to be in on the interview with him usually it's just him and dana yeah, and they've had some really great conversations, but this was the first time that me and Otto were able to jump in on it too. So that was really cool, and I did get to bring up the question of him and Drake not working together, which for me, like I'm a, like being a hip hop head and being like a blog era hip hop head, like that was really big because it would just still be a dream to this day to see them work together. So if that ever happens, yeah, I will feel like I somehow played a part in that somehow. I remember like the first thing from Wiz Khalifa that I ever saw was just like that video. Of uh, uh, that really old video of him like sitting in like a computer chair like in a studio like smoking and he yeah, was just like bruh. wearing an old like like um you know fitted hat but or whatever but he was like it was when he was really young and he didn't have like longer you know yeah he just had like, like short hair yeah he and it, uh, that was the first thing I remember him you know becoming a big deal so <laughs> I forgot what it was like free, him freestyling maybe or something or there was interview? a couple times he had like a lot of blog pops and then like yeah. and then black and yellow happened and that's when black he got and put yellow was on, the like, first a national thing. scale. And shout out to this guy, DJ Bonix, who's really like, I don't really consider a lot of people friends in the radio industry or music industry. Yeah. But DJ Bonix, one of the people I consider friends, and he's looked down for me constantly. And especially at the time, I got way too smacked with the Wiz Khalifa and the Taylor Game people. If oh, dude, I bet. I watch his like it, vlogs and stuff yeah, on YouTube, they, and I'm just like, dude, I would not be able to hang. I only well, va- I only vape, too. <laughs> I was, so it was, it, was, it was Ty Dolla Signs, it was Chevy Woods, it was DJ Bonix. Yeah, and I remember Bonnie's looking at me. He goes, "Yo, you, you get down." And I was like, "Yeah, a little bit." Yeah, and he's like, "All right, don't lie." Like, cause like that's the thing. A lot of people go with the Taylor Gang guys, and they lie about what they can and cannot smoke. Yeah, and you end up getting you know put under the table. And who's the guy that has cookies? The cookies. That's Burner. That's Burner. Yeah, who is also another Wiz Khalifa artist, but Burner ventured off, and now you know cookies is like valued at like a billion dollars. Yeah, like it's his own industry but and DJ. his own thing. Yeah. But Bonix was the first person to take me to go smoke with Wiz. Before like, I wasn't ready, yeah, and uh, I remember we got way too lit on the tether game bus, and I get down, and Bonix is like, "Bro, you look 
you look oof. Your <laughs> eyes yeah. are red, bro. And he's like, you look pretty smacked. And I was like, I am. And I was like, I'm going to go sit in my car. And I sat in my car for 45 minutes by myself. Yeah. Didn't answer one question. And I remember I came back down. He was like, yo, bro, you still look pretty high. Yeah. And then I was like, I am. He goes, let it be. And then we went and got a corn dog. <laughs> and that's the end of that story. So. <laughs> that's the end of that yeah, story. Yeah, shout out to that. Went on a corn dog adventure and a corn dog quest. How was the show, though? You either, you went to the show, oh, right? Oh, man, Whisk Leafa does yeah. a great show, bro. Yeah, Whisk Leafa has yeah. an hour plus of just hits, you know? And, like, I love Whisk Leafa concerts because, like, you know, you start getting down on the sativa. I'm a sativa guy, right? So I started getting down on some of that. And then by the time... Uh, see you again comes on. I'm yeah. all emotional and stuff. Yeah. I start crying. It's like a form of meditation for me yeah. a little bit, bro. You know? Yeah. Hey, dude, I it was like a, it was almost like a meme. Yeah, in dude, real yeah, life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, man. Whiskey for concerts. If you've never been great, he's a real. Rock Did he star. mention that at all about how it's like how that has become like a me- very memeish song? No, I don't. Not think in so. a negative way either. It's very. It's a positive thing. No, right? I mean it's a memeish song for the fact. I mean, look at the the fact about it is it's people the don't first, use it in an embarrassing way. No, it's and when you hear it it's live. Bro, it changes you. You know, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. that whole place got sad and like yeah. rightfully so it strikes emotion. That's what music is supposed to do. And it's the yeah. first for the for the fact I mean, for the it's record, for song. the fact, it's the first rap song with a billion views on YouTube ever. Yeah. Period. Oh, really? Yeah. So I mean, it's a historical song as well, too. And it's a song that like changed his life. Yeah. So, some of yeah, he some of his mixtapes and stuff though are just like crazy. The beats, oh, the yeah. fucking uh, and this new album he put out too. I would recommend everybody go listen to it. Multiverse. Yeah, dude, insane stuff. I can't believe you were able to to do that. That's amazing. Um, also, you also got to go to the VMAs and you got to do stuff there. Yeah. Not just go there. Like you were doing shit there, right? You were like, re- you like. Get- so yeah, that's shot of Dana Cortez show. Yeah. Uh, we were there. Dana Cortez is a enter- official uh, entertainment news reporter, right? Yeah. So she did get clearance from a network to go to the VMAs. So I was there as her wrangler. Yeah. Which. Like if red carpets are intense, bro. They look fun and glamorous and stuff, but like you start seeing like media outlet people start like outwitting each other and pushing each other and stuff and yelling at each other for to, like get people to paparazzi. Yeah, it's like it's like a like you ever see those guys that like at the at the mall. Yeah, like, like hey yo, you want you want your shoes clean? <laughs> yeah, you, you yeah. kind of feel like that guy or like the team mobile guys. Like yo, what kind of phone service you got? Yeah, like, you yeah. yelling stuff out at people like that. So we were covering the red carpet. It was an amazing event. Um, we got a cool interview with DJ Khaled, which is dope. But wow, I was there as Dana's producer and Wrangler, and then Otto was also there. And we were all kind of you know doing that as a, as a team. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's sick. So you guys, uh, like, <laughs> d- d- what happens backstage? Was there is there any is there anything Bro, that you can give of, me? A lot of sweating, come, come dog. <laughs> a lot of sweating happens backstage. I think like. I give, if you're looking for a juicy story or something, that yeah, happened, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Trying like to think any, of, anything at the VMAs? Um, any uh, we uh, no, you, you, you're, there's young. You know who Addison Ray is, the TikTok star. Uh, sounds um, kind of familiar. There's actually. a there's an artist by the name of Young Gravy, and he okay, was actually him. there uh, with her mom, okay. which is a really big thing going on like around like the TikTok world. Controversy, well, controversial I mean, dude, stuff. He's like or? nailing somebody's mom. That's sick. Yeah, Shout out yeah. Young gravy, I was gonna dude. say because it sounds yeah, and, it sounds uh, pretty, yeah. yeah. I had people like send me screenshots of like her in the background of our video. Yeah, yeah, and everything. And I didn't understand it, but that was cool. So that was one like kind of thing that happened. Uh, DJ Khaled gave us like a really big like interview where he started talking about him and Drake and their relationship. Yeah. So that was super dope. That's available on the Dana Cortez Show podcast and YouTube page as well too. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, I saw Taylor Swift with my own eyes. Wow. So I was like, oh, bro. And you know, are you familiar with Jack Harlow? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I handed Jack Harlow a Moon Man backstage. Wow. So that was pretty cool. 
It just because, like, yeah, just because, like, you were, like, helping. So, yeah, we were, like, in the press room. So, yeah. after, so, like, at the award shows, they'll have, like, they'll get the award. And then there's a couple different, like, press rooms in the back where, like, they'll come and take the pictures, whatever. Yeah. With, like, all the trophies. And then you can ask questions and stuff. But when Jack got back there, I just kind of happened. So, I happened to be standing next to the, uh, just the trophies. And he was like, I want to hold all of them. So, I helped the girl out. I turned around and gave him one. And it was it was funny. <laughs> it was just funny. Yeah, I had yeah. it in the Moon Man, which is pretty cool. And then there ended up being Moon Man controversy, bro. So Jack takes the pictures with four Moon Man, which is on his Instagram, which is on all of his social medias. That he won. Yeah, he won, wow, right? Yeah, so he yeah. takes the pictures with them, but they're but okay, this is a little bit I'm gonna pull the curtain back a little bit. Okay, they're okay. Like, they're prop. Yeah, Moon yeah, Man yeah. For yeah. the picture, because they gotta get their name and so right. Yeah, but then they send them one yeah, later exactly, on. Exactly, right? Yeah. So we do that. So Jack takes his pictures, comes back, gives them to me, whatever. One of the security guard turns around, takes the moon man. He's like, yo, Jack, I want to take a picture with you. Takes the flag. They have like a little flag. Like they're holding the yeah, MTV flag. Yeah. Takes a flag out the moon man and gives it to Jack. Right? And then they go and pose for the picture, take the picture or whatever. Don't think anything of it. Two minutes later, this girl comes running in and she's like, Taylor Swift's coming. Taylor Swift's coming. Where's the moon man? And she looks and she sees a flag missing. Oh my god! And she freaking loses it, bro. Where's the flag? She yelling at the homegirl. I'm like, oh my god, I'm scared. I'm like, oh, she yelling. At the, I'm just acting like I don't hear anything. I'm just like, what? She's like, we need the flag. Where's the flag? And then somebody, that's when the security guard's like, Jack has it. It's like, how does Jack have it? And then I look on my phone, bro, from recording the video. I got the whole thing on video. The dude, the security guard, took it and gave it to Jack. And I, I'm not gonna say Jack walked off with it by accident. But he may have walked off with it by accident. Oh shit! But, but why did he separate the flag? He wanted this, you know. He thought it'd be a cool photo prop. He oh, thought it'd be a, okay, a, a okay, cool, yeah, the security guard was like, okay. "This is gonna be funny." But he accidentally kept it when he's supposed to get back to the yeah, security bro. Guard. So I don't know, bro. I don't know if that security guard got reprimanded or what. But I do know that I went from being like ha 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 to when the security at MTV found out I had video footage. Yeah, bro, they were there looking at my phone, like, "Send me this." I yeah, was like, what? I'm in the middle of like an investigation. What is it like being like around, like seeing their like publicists and all that around them and like stuff like that? Hearing, did you, you know, you don't have to get, give me even more juicier stuff or whatever, but just like, you know, is it like, is it kind of uh, intense? Like, is, yeah, like, it's it's like, definitely business, bro. Like, uh, like it's it's competitive. It's the really famous ones, you know, that have a lot of a big crew around. I've them. I've never seen little. I've seen. I've been in. A, I've never like met him or really even come close to him. Yeah, but yeah. Lil Wayne. Yeah, stuff like when that. When Lil Wayne comes in, like I've seen, they kick everybody out of like yeah. green rooms and stuff like that. Respectfully though, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, hey, the star, the mega star is here. You don't even so, see what. Yeah, like uh, the crew. I didn't. Like, I didn't. I saw her with my own eyes from far, but the VMAs, Taylor Swift walked the black carpet. Yeah, and she didn't come do interviews with us in the night. She walked the carpet, took her photos, and then went backstage. But like that star power, you feel a wave of people yelling, coming, walking. Yeah, it's, it's like a wave of like. Just like stardom hitting you. So and this year it wasn't any. It wasn't like live uh, from a uh, from a like uh, COVID safe stage or like you know what I'm saying. Like no, they, didn't, they had people there. At yeah, the everyone was there. Everyone was there. Everyone was there live, present, all this stuff and that. You had to wear your That's mask. Good. You had to wear your mask inside. And then they were heavy on like you had to take like a test before, which like okay, that, well we'll save you the boring part about that. But that was stressful. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, but that's that's fucking amazing though. <laughs> like, yeah, dude, it was it was one of the it, for me it was like I had uh, when I was in college, I moved from New Mexico to New Jersey in hopes of interning for MTV. Yeah, and it never like it fell through. The day I got out to New Jersey, the lady finally replied back. Once I told her, yeah, I was gonna move there, move across the country for this internship, 
she didn't believe me until I was actually there. Yeah. And I emailed her. And I was like, hey, I'm here. And she's like, oh, I'm sorry. I got let go like two weeks ago. Uh, so that ended up falling through. So I never got that internship. And so for me to be able to go back and be like, uh, you know, have my credentials and be approved and not have to like, you know, s- swindle my way in and actually be, it was a big moment for me. So it was cool. So shout out the VMAs. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, it was it, it, like, I feel like, uh, it'd be crazy to also like, you know, you saw the VMAs now in 2022, but like, Im- imagine like if you could take a time machine and, and go also and experience back. like the bubbly, like night, like, like the, the Britney Spears. Like, yeah. Like the, like the, uh, like, when remember, yo, you remember when, uh, when uh, Eminem, had, Eminem had all the M&Ms walk out? Yeah, Yo, dude. Like, that would have been yeah. sick, dude. That would have been gnarly. Like, I remember that sh- I remember that for sure. I used to love watching all those. I used to, I couldn't wait, you know, like when we just had TV and stuff, I couldn't wait just to one of the, watch uh, stuff like that. VMAs, I remember the, Oscars. Um, the homie, like one of the first like protests I ever understood was the Rage Against the Machine guy. Yeah. When he went up and like he stood on like all of them and started yelling and stuff. That was wild. And weren't like the Limp Biscuit guys like making f- mocking him or making yeah, fun dude. of him or something? Oh, Limp Biscuit, those guys. Yeah, yeah. Come on, Fred Durst. Relax. <laughs> come on. And be be on my podcast, please. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um yeah, dude, you're all you're doing a, a bunch of uh, really awesome stuff, especially with the Dana Cortez show too. Uh check that out. Um, but, uh, the way I know you is, uh, through comedy Yeah, and, uh, I think I met you through, yeah, we, I met you through the Moreland house. You came to mm-hmm. my, like when we first had their first open mic, I think, or something like that. It was one of the, I don't know if it was the first was, one cause I had heard about it and people, it was were, the beginning yeah, people of the Moreland house the game, though. but, uh, yeah, dude, you go to your little open mic, you're not your little open mic, you go to your open mic and it was like, I didn't know where to walk. It was like, felt like I was walking to somebody's house and shit. Yeah. It was cool though. But yeah, that's where we first met. But it was man. cool because I... I got to know you through that, but I didn't know when you came to the Moreland House. I didn't know that you were also doing like clubs and shit, and that you were on like on the radio station stuff and and like uh, Power ninety point three, and um, so I was like, wow, this is cool. This guy wanted to just come do a you know, those mics at the Moreland House were pretty shitty. <laughs> like they were like there would be nobody there. Like you know, the first one was really there was a lot of people, but then after that it started dying out. I wouldn't say they were shitty. I would say they not were, shitty. They but were for in terms of like comedy enthusiasts. Yes, you had yeah. to really love the craft of comedy <laughs> yeah. to go to the Moreland House and understand it's the for beauty. The experience, yeah, yeah, the beauty that was there, the ambiance, the you know, like yeah. the telling the jokes on the you know having the skyline of Phoenix back there. That's and the tra- and the trailer and the trailer and the. And the uh, sheds and the. Well, let me. I want to ask you something. I, yeah. I, uh, when I do, when I go to like a lot of comedy venues for the first time and stuff, I stray away from the radio stuff a lot. Yeah. And yeah. As of now, I'm having a lot more homies say, "Bro, you got to start talking about it more." In terms of your talking about it in your set or just talking about it in when you're general, hanging out. In general, because I always feel like. In general, wants to talk about it, right? Yeah, or in what? general, because like I feel like sometimes then people start calling me like the radio guy. And that oh, bothered yeah. me a little bit. You yeah, know? you want you you're, if you're wanna, doing stand up, you don't yeah, want to be, be, be the stand up guy. But do you think it's a cool <laughs> You I, are the stand up guy when you're at a stand up show though. I in my in my opinion, I don't think of you as See, I appreciate just that. Just being the guy that's from the radio station, I, you're 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 getting laughs. But you think <laughs> and you're you telling think good it, bits. I appreciate that. <laughs> I mean a lot. Does I thank you so much. No, I'm not um, even kidding. You think uh The open mic bit is especially good. The one oh, that you're telling it's original. It's like it's like the one you're telling about how uh you know, how I had an open mic Comedians oh, when, will, yeah. will, 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 when they do a bad joke and it doesn't land, they're like, oh, yeah, I guess you're so, not into that. So, <laughs> <laughs> thank you for that. You think, uh, you think it would be okay to talk about the radio stuff as, as you start doing it? 
if I think yeah, like I think on your at your in your sets, maybe if you could just include something very specific that would have a good story. What do you think? What is like or uh, or a good setup and punchline? What do you think was like one thing that you would like to hear about a radio station? Like I don't know. I think it would just be a good juicy story to be uh, honest. I like I think, I'm, gonna work, I'm gonna work on one. It's gonna start from this. Inspiration came from this episode. Here. Like if I w- if I could get all the juicy stuff on this podcast, like <laughs> like I would I would I would do it. But I just don't I don't think it's a good idea. <laughs> so, all right, I won't. But I'm saying like in your stand up shows, I think you should definitely take advantage of that for sure. Like maybe not something that is going to or, or just yeah definitely t- i think it's definitely at the end of the day it's worth it, conversation it's t- definitely something you should gotcha. be it's not like you don't go up there and just be like hey what's up so yeah i work at a radio station <laughs> like it's just like you know it could, <laughs> i think it's definitely something you could be in the middle of your set maybe like yes yeah, so i work at a radio station and then you gotcha. know and you tell like you know a couple things and There's you go a, back into your set all right i'm gonna i'm gonna I'm incorporate it and uh, yeah. it started right here and then it's after, but you have to make sure that you say that this is uh, Dustin told me to <laughs> buy Dustin's orders, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah. Or everybody, I don't want to and book him. <laughs> no, just kidding. But uh, but you were just about to say something. I forgot. Mm, but, I'm just enjoying oh, this conversation. Yeah, I'm yeah. Just going with you. But yeah, um, but you you do a lot of spots at like you know stand up live and uh, you know uh, the Tempe Improv and all those places, CB Live, all all those places. And one of the things I actually do ask uh, my you know, all the guests on my show uh, now, even if it's a musician or a comedian, uh, um, what is the craziest thing that you've ever seen happen at a comedy show? Oh, because, and I'm talking, I don't. I guess I always say crazy, but I always mean. I also mean it could be something that you've seen that has, ha- has been embarrassing to somebody else, something that embarrassing that's happened to you, something. In, crazy that's happened like uh i always mentioned steve owens and one of the first podcasts mentioned how ken jong was doing a set at stand up live i think and uh he, somebody was having a heart attack and he he he, he like went in oh, the, he's an actual doctor yeah and he went in the audience and saved their oh life my God. And, then, and then went back and everybody was clapping that is crazy yeah 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 <laughs> damn i've seen a couple of people faint cuz it's phoenix and rooms yeah. get hot okay right? so i've seen that happen a few times and i've seen other people faint uh in other states not just arizona yeah but uh that happens from some time to time so i've seen that um there's been a time where i've done a show with carlos mencia and the uh, cl- comedy club didn't post the ticket information for the show. They only sent it out to like certain emails. Really? So was it, there okay? So it was a it was a Mencia show, which Carlos usually does like 300, 400. If he's doing a comedy a club, yeah, you know, he sells out, right? So yeah. usually you're expecting that type of energy, and those people were too. But when they got there, it was only like twelve of them. Oh wow! And because of big ass, because nobody ever knew about the show unless you got uh, the email blast. Was there a reason why? Or? The, the dude messed up. Somebody oh, made a mistake. Up. Somebody made a mistake, and but either way, the show goes on. And yeah, yeah. So that we had sucks. a rock, and I watched Carlos. That was the best for me to. I I, I learned so much watching him work that night because yeah. we all went up there and bombed because we like not well, his feature Cisco didn't, but the yeah. rest of us didn't do too hot. But Carlos went up there, and I saw a true professional at work. Yeah. Um. Pushing through it, pushing through it, making that's it good, and that's cool, and just giving them everything that they pay yeah. for, yeah. And uh, so, uh, and the thing is, after at the end of his shows, he sometimes brings the comedians back up, and there's a name for the bit that everyone does, but basically, all the comedians on stage doing like one liners, okay, yeah, yeah. And that's some of the most stressful comedy stuff I've ever done because you're up there with Carlos Mencia and some other hitters, and that night he stood in the back, he called us all up to the stage, and then he stood in the back and just heckled us. 
Oh, right. while we were trying to get through it, and he was just heckling us, boom, <laughs> and delivering bombs, like knocking us out, like it was bad. Yeah, um, it was almost turning it into just like an exercise. So like, yeah, so that so like that was like for my comedy heads, but the hands down the craziest thing is gonna get sad. There's no way out. I don't have a joke. This is the first time I ever talked about this. Uh, the craziest thing that ever happened. We were setting up for my first brunch show here in Arizona at CB Live. On it was January twenty fifth, twenty twenty one. I want to say the exact date, or it might have been the twenty sixth. Yeah. But that is the day that Kobe Bryant passed. Oh shit! While we're setting up for the show, yeah, I have I'm going over the intro music with the sound guy. One of the waiters comes back and shows me his phone and asks me, "Hey, bro, is this real?" Yeah. And I was like, "What?" And that's the way I found out about it. Oh shit! And slowly but surely, after that, you could hear the murmurs. From the crowd. Oh, like in the middle of a show. Like it was like right before the show started. Oh, right before the show, so yeah. You could hear oh. everybody. So now I'm like, yo, what? Yeah. And like when that news came out, like it came out in pieces. Yeah. So you never really knew if like if it was real. Like we you didn't know right away. Yeah. But like the news broke quick. So we just decided it was all of us. And it was a it, it was me, Tristan Bowling, Sydney Smith, Luis Alvarez. And I forget if there's somebody else on the show. I feel like I'm forgetting, but I think that was it. It was just a, it was just us four. I was hosting, and we just decided not to mention it because we it, it was still developing. But that was one of the craziest things that like happened to me during a show ever. Yeah, just, like that. That were you the host? I was hosting, and you had to deal with. Yeah, you had to. So kind of kind of had to like. So we just, I just, we just didn't we because. Because tragically, nothing. We didn't have an official update. Because so. even if it's even if it's not even if it's like the crowd, a lot of the crowd doesn't even really care about. Yeah, like, no. I mean, it's Kobe a, Bryant a, yeah, that much. That's, that's a or yeah. it's not that. It's, I'm just saying, like, even if they don't think the news of Kobe Bryant is that bad, like it, they just just the news in general of of a celebrity dying yeah, is, yeah. is something distracting. It's, it's just, it, uh, it, took, it took away. It took a little bit away from it. But everybody did. Ki- Love by Kobe the, Bryant. By seems. the end of the show, you know, I think we handled it well because you, you were able to provide that hour of relief for yeah, everybody yeah, yeah. going through it. So that was the, I like if you're asking for craziest stuff that happened during shows, that had to probably be it for me. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't. I wouldn't be able to handle it. Yeah, I, I didn't know either, and I felt bad because I know Luis was a really big Kobe guy. Yeah, and he handled it like. In terms of just being the host too, just have having to wrangle yeah. everybody in and pay attention to the yeah, show. Yeah, that hey, don't don't care about Kobe Bryant dying. Care about our comedy right now. Well, I mean, that's like you know, yeah. like I guess in, it helps immediately. In times of in times of uncertainty, that's where you know comedy comes through. Immediate just, relief, yeah. exactly right, uh, and that's what we try to provide for people, even doing things like this, is just a little bit of an escape, you know. Yeah, that's what the push for everything. So yeah, um, so. You are. You told me you are. You are. You. You didn't tell me this. I actually found out. I think you're telling me you're planning this, and I found out it was confirmed through your Instagram. You're having. Uh, you're putting on a new show. Yeah. Uh. Yes. Yeah. So I will be doing a show at the Tempe Improv. Yeah. Um. And we're gonna be recording that set plus another set, and I will be releasing uh, my debut comedy EP. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh. Which is gonna be called A Rat's Tale. Yeah. 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 And uh, honoring this bad boy here, okay. I'm not sure if the camera's gonna pick up on it. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I'm not sure if the camera's gonna pick up on it, <laughs> but uh, honoring that bad boy there. And uh, yeah, we're gonna it's gonna be available on all digital streaming platforms later this year. And yeah. I'm excited. I'm very, very, very excited for it. It's Hell be yeah! My first piece of uh, stand up content for the masses. Yeah, 
And uh, it's going to be a good one. And you said it was at Stand Up Live? Uh, that's going to be at the Tempe Improv. Tempe the Improv. world famous Tempe Improv. Ticket information and all the information on everything I got going on is available at anthonyacomedy.com. Hell yeah. Um, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about uh, your upbringing a little bit. Okay. What you want to know, Because I always find interesting things from my guests, like when I ask them about you know, where they grew up and stuff like that and how they got into comedy. We could kind of like go down. We like started a comedy. We can go down de-escalate a little bit down yeah not de-escalate in terms of topics i don't even think i don't even want to use the word de-escalate <laughs> let's use a different word let's just <laughs> de-escalate sounds a little like arresty like i'm getting arrested like let's de-escalate yeah yeah, this, yeah. So. like or we're talking about something boring <laughs> nah. no we're not because it's gonna be good um, stuff i'm just saying you know? i mean how far back do you want to go in regards to me needing comedy well uh, i was gonna say we could go from co- like we could go there. to how you started doing comedy then we could go into earlier stuff like where you lived like where you okay. grew up there's a few different things that got my start into comedy um one that i'm thinking of off top is my friends they we wanted to uh like i was like yo dude we should do a uh, a parody rap group okay and yeah, that's yeah. Like, remember when like lonely island was big? yeah yeah i, I like, believe lonely island all of first us wanted off, to do that. right yeah, yeah, yeah right i was like yo let's start a parody rap group bro <laughs> yeah and i had two friends my friend austin and my friend Marty. i got a good idea it's a song about a boat and we're <laughs> 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 and I was like, yo, let's do it. And my friend yeah. Marty, shout out, he goes by Gonzo Supreme, great DJ. Yeah. He was like, I got it. You got he had the whole home studio set up for us and everything. And uh, my friend Austin, he, he would always like freestyle rap really good. Yeah. So put all of us together, we could do it. And I was always like kind of creative. I just couldn't rhyme on beat, bro. I'm rhythmless. I'm the most rhythmless Latino there is, like yeah. this side of the Mississippi. So, but the off time can be good, right? Well, no, not For in that comedy. case. Not oh, when yeah, you're trying to record. Not when yeah. you got like you know. Not when like you're getting yelled at by your yeah, friends. True, true. Like, yeah. yo, bro, you f- this up, dog. Do this like, comedy rap yo, on yeah, time, yeah, dude. Like, yeah, exactly. They're like, dude, you're saying dick off beat, bro. What are you doing? How do you have a dick off beat? So now I just beat my dick a cappella. Say that. Use that, that global. Weird. <laughs> yeah. Sounded weird. Use that global Pause. warming reference uh, <laughs> in a different way. So, so once I realized, I was like, you know what, this, this parody rap stuff ain't for me. Yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna go stand up and start telling these jokes by myself. Yeah. Alone, and that that was one way that really like made me take stand up more serious. But I always kind of been like this, the skinny fat homie. Like I ain't, like I had my friends like my friend. Uh, I had a friend named Lenny. Yeah. He had these like little. You ever seen those oblique muscles that guys have? Yeah, like yeah. Uh, skinny fat. Yeah, no, 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 no. Like, oh. but like you know, like you ever have a homie that has those little like V cut things? Yeah, just like yeah. My friend Lenny had those, and yeah, I used yeah. to have to hang out with him all the time. And then my friend Adrian, he like had like a six pack and stuff. And needless to say, I was always like the skinny, like I was like the ugly friend. <laughs> so the way I would get down with the ladies is just kind of the gift of gab. Yeah, talk yeah. About it a lot. That's that's really. And once, you, once I realized I make women. That's laugh, how you survived. That's how I survived, dude. Once, yeah. If you make women laugh, guys will. Go to their comp, go with them to their favorite comedian show. So yeah, true. If you yeah, if you're like not the best looking guy and you can crush at a comedy show and a girl sees you do that, now you know, we're comedians. Not every girl, but we're comedians are trash at is closing. Yeah, I'm horrible at closing. I can't close. Oh yeah, like you're just talking about in the wild. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like if you like if girls at my comedy show and then she sees me and you're like, oh, you're so funny, and like the yeah. end of the night comes, dude, I'm the worst at like sealing the deal. I'll be like, hey, great meeting you, friend. I, I'll mess myself up. Yeah, I friends on myself a lot. Yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> I just drifted off into my own little space. No, no, I, I, I know, I, I'm not good at closing it either. Tell. So. <laughs> 
I mean, I just, I, I think I get the Instagram or the number, and then I think that that's what I just need to do, and I can be okay with. I think like, uh, you know, I close it. I close it. I, uh, let's let's talk about something else. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, no, but uh, what are some comedians? Who are some of your favorite comedians that got you into doing stand up? Like who you can or the earliest you can remember? Uh, you know, yeah, man, Gabriel Iglesias, yeah, uh, Ralphie May. Oh yeah, um, Ralphie May. Last comic stand standing. Yeah, <laughs> standing. Uh, last comic standing. Uh, Ralphie May. Yeah, Ralphie May. Uh, That's where I remember him. Kevin from. Hart, of course. Um, the first time I seen uh, Dane Cook's Vicious Circle. Oh yeah, and he comes out at uh, in his hometown of Bo- at the Boston Square Garden or whatever. Yeah, I remember being like, "Yo, that watching him do that, walk just his intro." Yeah, kind of changed my whole like. Damn, that would be insane to sell out like my home arena and have it packed out for people to come listen to me so yeah. like that was very influential and i then, remember a bit he would do in earlier stuff in the first album he had where it was like uh about how you know you in a parking garage it's just like you turn make any turn it's just like it's like, like <laughs> I, I, I don't really, i'm not doing it it's just, I, I can't do it the way dane cook would do well, dude, it peak dane cook was madness bro yeah like superstar level so him there's been a lot of controversy around him too right then, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I, I don't know about all that, but all like that, that the game. Laugh Factory thing, remember that? Mm-mm. Where he was like, he basically told the owner, like he was yelling at him, I guess, telling him like, "I own this fucking place." Damn. Like, 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 yeah, like Jamie Asada, I think. Is it? Damn, Laugh Factory, dude, damn, bro, you got names but, and everything. But uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't. Yeah, no, nah, I don't know, I don't know about all that, but I do know when I saw Vicious Circle, I was like, "That's what I want to do." Oh, of course. Um, and then uh, like I just like you know me, I like talking about everything. <laughs> Oh, you know yeah, this dude, fact. There's one thing about Dustin. Dustin is with the cheese man. All right, <laughs> Dustin will be with your theos at the table. I was saying for Thanksgiving, talk about. I know he said this. Uh, yeah, Mister Steal Your Girl. <laughs> Mister Steal Your Girl. All right. Charming little. How What part? Yo, what, I know my shit. No, where, where are you from originally? I'm from Arizona. All right, well, Phoenix. Now you're interviewing me. Yeah, <laughs> a little know. bit. I actually am from Phoenix. Uh, okay. I grew up in L.A. too a little bit. Oh. Not L.A., but in, uh, Orange County. You grew County, up charming. Not I could tell you grew up charming Latinas, fool. I yeah, yeah. I could tell yeah. this fool was like, oh, Dustin. Yeah, yeah. man. He really stole a girl or two. You didn't stole a Guadalupe or two. Yeah. <laughs> I grew up watching Selena. <laughs> I know. I, I really no. I really do like Selena. I like. Uh, I, I I grew up with a lot of stuff. I had I had Mexican cousins. Oh yeah, Hispanic dude. cousins. Um, you have them still? Shout you? out to Jay, Jay and Jason. Yeah, dude, Jay, and Jason. <laughs> not Jay, Jay and Jason, just Jay and Jason <laughs> Junior. And um, no, I I have some. I'm Fire, cultured. Dog. I'm cultured. Yeah, dude, I know you are. That's why I like you, dog. People <laughs> think I'm just like this, you know. <laughs> There's some season on that pollo. Sk- pale, skinny white guy <laughs> with no eyebrows named Dustin. But I have been around <laughs> the world. Not even around the world. Why do you say the <laughs> eyebrows thing? I never been this close <laughs> to you for this long. You do got like faint eyebrows, but yeah, they <laughs> almost ain't there, bro. All right. Well, <laughs> one time, one time I was talking about him on stage, and then this guy in the back went, "They are fuzzy." <laughs> like, 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 just trying to say, like, come on, give him a break. You can see him a little bit, but like, like some of my homies when it comes to parenting, like they're there, but they're not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love those eyebrows. That's a good bit. I, I could use that for my set. <laughs> they're like my parenting. They're. Or they're like bad parenting. Yeah, they're there, but they're not. My eyebrows are like bad parenting. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, we can talk about something. <laughs> no, no, um, no. Like, uh, where did you grow up? 
I grew up in Albuquerque, New Mexico. You, did you already say I, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't think I did, bro. I don't know about Okay, it. yeah, anyway, yeah. I grew up in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Dude. Yeah, what was that like? Oh, uh, uh, man, it is what it is, dog. Uh, it's, it's like it's kind a, of... It's yeah. a beautiful place. Rural uh, place, would you it's say? Like, yeah, I like to say it's like Tucson, similar to Tucson. Like, I was like, Albuquerque and Tucson got the same baby daddy. Yeah. Um, It's similar, like, <laughs> vibe. But yeah. uh, it's a great place, bro. It birthed <laughs> me. It has great food. Um. It's uh you know home green chili home of like hella like like combat sports is like a big thing in New Mexico like um they got like UFC champions come out of there box champions come out of there like John Jones Holly Holm uh Carlos Condit host of uh, big big events out there yeah there's a lot of big like combat UFC. gyms like a lot of like UFC champions uh what I like to call uh D VC champions, which is like domestic violence champions. Oh, so you okay. know what I'm saying? You get like a, a real New Mexican love story, dog. You're gonna get punched <laughs> here or there. That's what's happening a lot in this in this community of uh, UFC people, is what you're saying? Or, or, oh, okay. no, wait, that didn't even come out. No, nobody's punching anybody in New Mexico. We all oh, have okay. friendly conversations and de- <laughs> we de escalate things there properly. No, Albuquerque is a beautiful place, man. Uh, yeah. If you're looking for a good retreat, so a place with, the, I think, the best food in the country. Yeah. I love New Mexican food. I got a minor consumption in uh in uh <laughs> in New Mexico in Albuquerque once. That's one thing too though. When I was twenty years old. Hey, listen, the jail time when you go to New Mexico, the jail time's on you. Yeah. All right, all right. It's 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 called some people call it the land of entrapment. Yeah. Um, you know, if yeah, you ain't really gone full New Mexican until you visit MDC. MDC, okay. Yeah. Got DVC, MD what does MDC stand for? <laughs> the Metro Detention Center. Oh, they're gonna say <laughs> Okay. <laughs> You know, I'm glad you got the full experience, okay. bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Albuquerque is, yeah, really, really <laughs> amazing place. No, it's good. I remember no, when I first I, moved, I like Albuquerque. Uh, this is mainly the part of Albuquerque I'm from, bro. They Breaking got, Bad. Breaking, right? Uh, you wanna, that's right? another thing that people yeah, like dude, to bring up. That, yeah, that meth deal. That's meth deal. <laughs> yeah. You, you know what Albuquerque is like, bro? In Arizona, they got statues of Pat Tillman. Yeah. Right? A decorated American veteran. Yeah. In Albuquerque, New Mexico, we got statues of Walter White. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A decorated, which isn't a bad one. But I mean, if you're gonna build, if you're gonna build a statue after, a, uh, you know, a meth cooker. Yeah, but I think well, it's the more Brian Cranston, right? That's right. a cool well, thing to have. Yeah, Brian Brian Cranston is an amazing dude. Shout yeah, 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 yeah. He, uh, one of my homies, helped him move his uh, house or whatever that he had out there. And he said that fool tipped him like five hundred dollars. Really? Yeah, I've heard tip. a lot of good stories about that. Yeah, guy. our Brian Cranston, like, amazing, bro. Downers. And they do a lot of great things. And shout out to yeah, Breaking Bad has done a lot. Uh, for Albuquerque, I personally have a little tiff with it because I auditioned for some dumb part like seven times and didn't get it. Yeah, Dana's yeah. actually on Breaking Bad. Oh, she's okay. on season two of Breaking Bad. Wow, as yeah. just as just like a, a like a as a role. Or she has like a, a, she's like a reporter or something like that. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. yeah, yeah. Like but uh, I, I I really watch it because yeah. they didn't cast me ever. So no, oh, but, no, that's <laughs> all good. but yeah, so Breaking Bad, Albuquerque is a great place, man. It's a place that birthed me and uh, everything I am. Everything I am is because of everything. I was taught there. I don't know. Maybe everything I'm not. I had something. I had. <laughs> I was going there, right? But I don't know. What was that one? I don't know. I forgot that one song. Uh, but um, yeah, uh, one another thing that we do here is we, I ask uh, my guests their top five favorite movies. It's a very random. Mm-hmm. It's not very random because a lot of pad- podcasts have done it. It's actually very. It's a fun question. Gen- generic kind of uh, top five type thing. But um, it's it doesn't have to be you know so strict or, or stern. It can, it can be you know just in the moment. Top five. Top five. Uh, Frost Nixon is my wow. No one said that one yet. That's Frost interesting. Frost Nixon is yeah. my clear cut number one favorite. Yeah, movie that's of okay. All yeah, time. 
um, I, I at my heart, like I went originally went to school for like broadcast journalism. So like, the art of the interview, which is why I'm so geeked to be on uh, the 25th installment of uh, pod uh, episode podcast with Dustin, Dustin, uh, Destiny, <laughs> Destiny, the <laughs> podcast he, of Destiny. That's actually what he thought. <laughs> I thought, yeah, but that's why the name was called the so, podcast. Uh, with I'm Dustin. a fan of that. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fan of do, the art of the interview, yeah. and that movie is amazing. Uh, Frost Nixon is one of my favorite one. Um, Let's see. Uh, who played uh, Nixon in that again? Uh, I, I forgot. Uh, he is Sean. It's not Sean. I was gonna say Sean Penn. It's not Sean Penn. Um, that dude's famous as hell, dog. Frank some. But I forgot. Uh, he's amazing. Uh, and then uh, also, um, super bad. Oh, is like dude. Super bad. I was raised. I could watch super bad over and over. I and could over. watch that too for sure. Uh, old school as well yes. too. Yes. Um. What else? Are like, oh, Mad Max, the new one. Yeah, Yo, that's such a fire action movie. Oh, the the Fury Road, I think it's called. Yeah, or no? that's hard. Yeah, pause. And <laughs> then, uh, my my fifth one, I'm gonna have to go with. Remember the Titans. Oh, good football movie. Uh, that movie is 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 that the movie that has explosions in the sky that does the music for? It? No, it that's it's the it's that mo- Friday night. Lights. Friday Night Lights. Ooh. That movie, the music in that is Friday by Lights, a really dog. good band, Explosions yeah. in the Sky. I like Friday Night Lights too, but yeah. that would make me cry, dog. Yeah. You can remember Titans, bro. I turned it off right after, right before uh, Gary Bertier gets hit with yeah. a car. Um, but I mean, Friday, Remember Titans ends well, so. Yeah, Remember the Titans is a really fucking good movie. Yeah, uh, dude, I wrote, yeah. So that's my, that's my top five movies, bro. That's another movie that I wouldn't mind watching. Like for like, a, I think I've seen that a couple times. I could see that a third time. Remember the Titans. Um, good stuff. Um, this has been amazing. I can't believe I've actually I was actually wait. Able to hold do on, what's one of your favorite movies? Oh well, you gonna get no I, I've done my top five of a bunch, but I'll do another in the moment top five. It could be maybe be a little bit updated. Um, uh, let's do Nope. Nope. Oh, because I've done a bunch of different top five. So let's do Nope. Is going to be in, in a new updated first, top five. I'm not going to say. Well, I've heard of some reviews, and your your review is the best review I've heard of it. Yeah, dude, it's it's really good. I actually, um, yeah, I, like, right. let's let's do that one. Let's do, uh, shit. Um, let's just do random things that I really like. What's what's eating what's eating Gilbert Grape? Okay. Um, let's go. Oh. Uh, Damn, bro. You just made me realize The Holy even... Mountain. Okay. Have you ever seen The Holy Mountain? No, it was Holy Mountain. That movie is a really trippy, visually like stunning movie. It's All like right. uh, just... Damn, bro. You just made me realize... I, I, don't, put... I can't really say it's my top five because I don't really know too many things about it, the director, all that stuff, so I can't... Re- but in terms of just like something that is in, in my head right now that maybe even like I want to watch again like with people, I want to show them it, I want to be on shrooms while I'm watching it, like stuff like that. Like that's yeah. a movie you could watch. You you watch on shrooms, and you'd probably like ch- change your life. Probably. I never done shrooms. Yeah, or even just really high, you could probably watch it and just that. still trip out. And how many of it is that so far? Three? Did I do three so far? Yeah, I think. Holy Mountain. Um, yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, Holy Mountain. Uh, nope. And uh, and when was when Yeah, I forgot what another one was, the but visual one. Uh, Holy Mountain, nope, and... Oh, wait, what's he eating Gilbert Grape? What's he eating Gilbert Grape? Two more. Um, uh, ooh, well, uh, Jack. Jack, With okay. Robin Williams. Um, and let's do, uh, Simon Birch. Mm, oh, yeah. man. Yeah. 
yeah. Oh, that's the one where they're saving the kids. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, dad, like, that was sad, dude. That was the little kid. Yeah. Yo, what's the last time you cried during movies? You yeah, there's. A, I list. like a lot of these like impactful like <laughs> emotional. Sad I, I ain't movies. afraid to cry during a movie, dog. I'll cry during a movie. I am Sam. I am. So, oh, uh, movies like about that, like you, mentally disabled people or like special oh. people. Like I get really. Um, what's that? I was thinking of I Am Legend. I Am Legend. <laughs> there's a difference. There's a big difference. Yeah, I Am Legend. Well, I Am Legend. Say. Well, there is a difference, but yeah, the same yeah. thing. I cried during both. Both are very yeah, very. When, he, when he's putting down his dog Sam, dude, that's oh. really really sad Bro, movie. That yeah, hurts me. Has dog. sad parts for sure. It's like when you, just the feeling of being alone, like in that movie a lot, like in I Am Legend, like. Dude, yeah, but you did make me realize I didn't put any Leonardo DiCaprio movies in my favorite. Yeah, are are you banging for that last fifth spot? Is The Departed? Oh, dude, yeah. Ooh. Um, I have a lot of like, yeah, uh, Leonardo Di- DiCaprio favorite movies. You know, um, you know, also uh, the the fucking Romeo and Juliet movie. Hello, dude. That's what John Leguizamo. I would have to do a top one hundred if I did a uh, movie list. You know, there we go. I I can't do top five. (laughs) It's too hard for me. Pause. (laughs) Another. That's why. That's why you ask. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, But, dude, once again, I want to thank you. I want to thank everybody here at the radio station for um, letting me, you know, be at the station in general, and just let alone, you know, uh, doing a podcast here with my own equipment and doing my thing here. And uh, I want to thank you, Anthony, so much, man. I appreciate you um, for being a good friend and uh, help me out with this. And uh, everybody go check out the uh, Dana Cortez show. Everybody go check out Anthony A's Instagram. Anything, I want you to do all your sh- uh, your plugs right all now. All right, dude, plugs. All right, uh, anthonyacomedy.com for everything. But I'm most active on Instagram, at anthonyacomedy. Uh, that's Anthony A. Comedy. And then, yeah, of course, listen to Dana Cortez show. If you're in the Valley, Monday through Friday on Power 98.3, 96.1, we got dual si- signals. Or if you're across the country, listen to us right after you listen to this episode or right after you listen to episode 26 of Dustin's podcast. Uh, be sure to listen to Dana Cortez show podcast available on all digital streaming platforms. Yeah. And maybe that would be a new name that I change my <laughs> podcast to. Just uh, a podcast with Dustin. Uh because no, I like the podcast no. of Destiny. The podcast of Destiny got to stay, baby. We're here until it's an episode infinity and beyond. Yeah, all right. I think that could have been possibly the title I thought of when I initially thought of this. I was like, <laughs> let's just call it a podcast with Dustin. But uh, no, one more time, thank you so much, man. This is awesome. You're great, great friend. Check him out. He's hilarious. Check out the Dana Cortez show. Check out Power ninety eight point three. Everybody, thank you so much. Thank you for being along with me on my journey. Uh, 25th episode. We re- we did it. Uh, thank you, everybody, so much. Have a good day. Thank you. Peace, y'all. All right. I was thinking maybe you can give me some royalty music somehow. Yeah, dude. From your guys' show, or I don't know. That'd be cool.